Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to another episode of Maximum Volume. Howdy and hello, it's your host Max G here, we got a lot to talk about, all the time in the world to talk about it. Great thing about podcasts, you know when you're in radio, they're like, oh here, you got about a 20 minute segment here. I don't know, I'm not in radio. I do know this, with radio you don't have all the time in the world to talk about something, which is why I love podcasts so much, I say. As I hit the wall, by the way, uh, with my elbow, which was not fun. You want to know what is fun? March Madness is the most exciting time of the year when it comes to March. You know, March Madness this year happening all in one city, Indianapolis, surrounding areas, also West Lafayette, for Purdue, then Bloomington for IU, but otherwise they're in Indianapolis. An Olympic Village type, uh, it's like the Olympic Village. That's what uh, Tim Sinclair, uh, PA announcer of the Chicago Bulls, tweeted. And I was like, why didn't I ever think of that? So, you're welcome, Tim. Reference you on the podcast you don't listen to. Let's talk about the NCAA Men's Tournament. Before, before we talk about the games, and my bracket's already busted. It was busted after the first game. It's fine, though. Uh, there were some teams, I feel, that should have been in the tournament. That didn't make it. I don't know who to kick out, but I know these teams should have probably been in the tournament. First up, Louisville. Bam. They were going to be the first team to replace any other team that uh, has problems with COVID. <coughs> Virginia. Virginia's going to be able to play, though. They will be able to play. They might lose. Who knows? But, uh, Louisville, Ole Miss, St. Louis, and uh, Colorado State were the first four teams that were uh, left out of the tournament. And uh, a team I feel that should be in the tournament that no one else is saying is Western Kentucky. I'm on the bandwagon of Western Kentucky. They should be in the tournament. They almost beat West Virginia. They should be in the tournament. Well, prior to the first round, I get, well, is technically the first four games part of round number one? I don't think so. Anyway, March 18th, we had the first four games. It was Norfolk State taking on Appalachian State. First time Appalachian has been in the tournament since 2000. Thanks for coming. You lose to Norfolk State 54-53. Then we had Wichita State and Drake. The Bulldogs taking on Wichita State. Drake wins. And, uh, yeah, Drake wins 53-52. Then we had Mount St. Mary's, Texas Southern. Good game there. Texas Southern wins 60-52. Then it's the big one, the game everyone was talking about. UCLA, Michigan State goes to overtime with UCLA, shocking me at least, beating Michigan State. So, through those first four games, it was an exciting one. Round one was a whole lot more exciting. We're going to cover the South... And the Midwest uh, portions of the bracket, as when we are recording this, uh, we're recording this Saturday the 20th, that is just when the West and the East side of the brackets begin. So, here's all we know, we're going to be giving you uh, the results starting now. So, Baylor beat Hartford, they will take on Wisconsin, who beat North Carolina. Then, we had Villanova Winthrop. Villanova gets the win there. You know, I heard some people being like, oh, Villanova, they're not going to be good. They don't, I, 
they like lost one player. We we're gonna choose Winthrop. And I was stupid and listened to those people. Villanova won. 73-63. This one went to overtime, and this one was a sad one for me. Uh, Purdue loses to North Texas, a 13 seed, 78-69. That was the second biggest update, upset of the day. We will cover that later. So, it'll be North Texas, Villanova, in around the 32. Texas Tech beats Utah State, 65-53, unsurprising there. Utah State was one of those teams people felt shouldn't even uh, be in the tournament. Arkansas, Colgate. Colgate lost to Arkansas as 14 seed, and I had Colgate winning. Now, here's why I wish Colgate won, because number 15 seed of Oral Roberts beat Ohio State 75-72 in overtime. By the way, guys, uh, if you're... Don't be... In the mentions of E.J. Liddell threatening him. That's just uncool. Don't do it. Be nice people. I mean, yeah, did I have Ohio State making it all the way to the Elite Eight? Kinda. Yeah. I actually had them making it to the uh, Sweet 16 at least. I also had a great chance of them making even the Elite Eight. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, be nice people. That's my advice. Anyway, so Oral Roberts beats Ohio State. Virginia Tech loses to Florida in the first game of the week. I had Virginia Tech beating Florida, so my bracket was already busted after one game. So it'll be Florida, Oral Roberts, Texas Tech, Arkansas. That rounds out the South bracket. Now we go to the Midwest bracket. Illinois absolutely destroys Drexel. It took them 25 years to make it. And, uh... With a great score of about 31 points, 21 points rather, I can do math quickly. Illinois beats Drexel, 116, unsurprising there. Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech was a fun one to watch. Loyola wins 71-60, they will take on Illinois. They had Tennessee losing to number 12 Oregon State, unsurprising there. Tennessee, Tennessee lost to Kentucky. Kentucky's garbage. That's why I don't trust Tennessee. Oklahoma State has Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham, very good. They will take, and that's why they beat Liberty, and they will take on Oregon State next. Syracuse was a team I kept saying should not be in the tournament. Syracuse was a team that beat San Diego State, who I had going very far. So, Syracuse beat San Diego State. They take on West Virginia, who beat the number 14 of Moorhead State. Then we have Clemson losing to the Rutgers, uh... 60 to 56. They will take on Houston, who beat Cleveland State 87 to 56. Uh, side note, I did not have uh, Rutgers winning at all because uh, I didn't trust them at all. It's true. So, really, all the things you really need to hear Syracuse wins. There's the upset there. 12 seed beats 5 seed. Yeah, I guess you could consider, consider Oregon State being Texas an upset. I didn't. I had that happening. But the true upsets, Oral Roberts beating Ohio State, which we should have known. You know, Oral Roberts is a very good team. They really are. They had the high. They had the player who scored the most points in, like, the entire uh, tournament, but uh, no one knew that. I didn't know that. Didn't look in Oral Roberts well enough. Because, you know, it's only happened nine times. Or ten now. I don't know. That's difficult. But, uh, yeah, Oral Roberts beats Ohio State. North Texas beats Purdue. Those are really the two matchups you need to know. And uh, 
really all of your brackets are probably all now screwed up. So, uh, if you want a better chance of possibly even having a better bracket, let's try the women's bracket. I've already submitted mine. I have UConn winning. I think I have Maryland making the, the championship in another one. I made two. Two women's brackets. We have some coaching news, by the way. Archie Miller. He gone from IU after four seasons, never beating Purdue. He had a $10 million uh, contract that was bought out by a loan investor. Of the university. So then they're like, oh, hey, free tell a million dollars from you. Thank you. Arch Miller, you out of here. So people are saying that Brad Stevens is going to come back to Indiana. Uh, he was born in Indiana, went to college in Indiana, coached at Butler in Indiana. They're like, oh, he should lead the Celtics, be the head coach of the IU Hoosiers. I, I don't know why people are saying that. Uh, he, it's not happening. I'm calling him right now. It won't happen. Why would you leave the Celtics? I mean, yeah, they were having a struggle this year, but still. You go from the Celtics to the Indiana Pacers. Excuse me, rather, Indiana Hoosiers. I called them the Pacers. It's fine, though. Brad Stevens, not leaving. Not leaving Celtics. NFL free agency began this week. But first, Drew Brees has retired. He joins Phil Rivers as the second uh, large-name quarterback to retire. So, bye-bye, Drew. Bye-bye. He will be going to NBC as a uh, contributor for, for uh, Football Night in America. Whoopee. Free agency news. Dun-dun-dun-dun. I, I don't have any fancy sound effects, so I make my own. We don't have a big budget on the show. Anyway, here we go. Houston Texans have added former Broncos running back Philip Lindsay to a one-year deal. Philip, by the way, spent two seasons with the Broncos, undrafted free agent, great few seasons, but uh, he he left. He was like, "Nope, I want to go," so he left. Mitch Trubisky left the Bears after they signed Andy Dalton for a ten million dollar deal. So Mitch Trubisky is like, "Hey, I'm going to be a backup uh, at the Buffalo Bills." Oh well, see you, Mitch. Patriots signed the top two tight ends in the league, Hunter Henry and Jonathan Smith. Patriots are doing a lot. They also signed Nelson Aguilar and like five other people on day number one of free agency. It was crazy. It really was. Couldn't believe it. Shaquille Griffin is no longer a Seahawk. He's a Jacksonville Jaguar now for three years. Why would you go from Seattle to Jacksonville? I have no idea. Money is very important, though. That's what Shaquille Griffin learned. Miami has signed Jacoby Brissett to be their backup quarterback, replacing Ryan Fitzpatrick, who went to the Washington football team. Both of those deals, by the way, for about $10 million. Another $10 million quarterback, or just about at least, Tyrod Taylor. One-year deal with the Texans. Now, why is this important? Well... Tyrod Taylor, by the way, is the caliber quarterback to be a starter. He was supposed to be the starter this year for the Chargers until the team doctor injured him, which is not supposed to happen. So, he is now Houston Texan and will most likely be the starting quarterback as to Sean Watson. Even if they keep him, he won't play. Trent Williams, six-year $138 million deal to stay with the 49ers. 
and make him the highest paid tackle ever. Finally, the Steelers defensive player of Bud Dupree, he was signed to the Titans now. I really don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. They had a great thing in Pittsburgh with their defensive line. And uh, now Bud's like, psych, I'm going to Tennessee now. So, oh well, we'll find out if they're actually going to be good next year. We're talking about Pittsburgh, not really Titans. They're always good. They make it to the playoffs and are always somewhat disappointing. Because every single year, I don't have them being very good. Every single year, they make the playoffs. I still won't have them being uh, good. Well, they're going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to make the uh, AFC Championship calling it right now. We got some NHL news. On Wednesday, St. Patrick's Day, the 17th, the New York Rangers, they beat the Philadelphia Flyers 9-0. One problem for Philadelphia is you allowed seven goals in one period. That doesn't happen all the time. It is amazing to have nine goals scored, but to have have seven of them come in the second period is something being majorly overlooked. Philly, I've given up on... I didn't watch any Flyers games, and I've already given up on the Flyers. NBA, you know, we got trade deadline, March 25th. Trades we've already seen. Milwaukee Bucks acquiring P.J. Tucker from the Houston Rockets for a bunch of no-name players. Then the OKC Thunder are looking to finalize a trade to have Trevor Ariza go to the Heat for Myers Leonard in a 2027 draft pick. Myers Leonard won't be a part of the Thunder, however. I don't know why they wanted it. I think they just were like, hey, uh, we don't want to, you know what, we don't want to pay Trevor Ariza. We'll take uh, Myers Leonard, uh, the guy everyone's mad at, and oh, hey, a 2027 draft pick. That's years away, man. It's 2021. Six years away. Six. It's crazy. That's a child. Child. Players expected to be traded before the deadline include Andre Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge, Kyle Lowry as the three big names. Now, dun dun dun, it's time for the combat news of the week. Here we go. Billy Joe Saunders will face Canelo Alvarez May 8th. In a super middleweight title unification fight. The fight will take place at AT&T Stadium with 60,000 fans. A whole lot of people. Texas, man, they're going to enjoy it. The fight will be broadcasted on DAZN. Again, this is going to be, uh, I believe, maybe Canelo Alvarez's, uh, what is it, third fight of 2021 already? He's been doing a lot. Really has. Humphy. And Billy Saunders, Very good. Very good. Uh, Going to be a fun one there. May 8th. DAZN. Watch it. Then. I swear for really all of 2021 and most of 2020 at least. It felt like we were always talking about Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Oh, the fight's going to happen. Oh, we got a deal. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Apparently now we officially have the deal. Camps as Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua have announced a two-fight deal between the two fighters to unify the heavyweight title belts. Eddie Hearn is a, man, is a name of a man I've said a lot. That's Joshua's promoter, by the way. He told the media he hopes to get a deal on a site done in the next month. 
Uh, I believe if they don't have a deal in the next 30 days after the contract is signed, the fight won't happen, so they need a deal in the next 30 days. Plan is still to have both fights in 2021, fight one being in around June and July, fight two in November and December. Uh, here's an issue, though. Uh, Tyson Fury has basically said, you know what, I'm done waiting. Uh, I I'm not going to just keep training for a fight that might not even happen. So he stopped training. So that could be bad. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have. If you want to email the show and be a sponsor, I, I would like a sponsor. My email, MaximumVolumePodcast at gmail.com. My Twitter, at MaxGSports. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and we have a YouTube channel. I hope to be getting shows put up there in the near future. Stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, do all of that. I promise you this, we will be done with this virus soon. Thank you, and we will see you next week for another episode of Maximum Volume.